Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works, Star Trek, The Ultimate Computer. This episode introduces the M5 computer. It is a new type of machine, a computer capable of human thought and morality. Almost makes you wonder how they were able to do that. Human thought, human decision-making, and the ability to know right from wrong. Spock realized that the M5 was not acting in a logical manner. It seemed like it was learning like a child and making mistakes. The M5 increased its energy usage as it processing as the processing requirements increased, drawing power directly from the anti-matter chamber. The M5 believed it was wrong to kill. The M5 did not seem to be aware that its actions were resulting in death. Kirk asked the M5, what is the penalty for murder? And the M5 replies, death. Kirk asked the M5, how will you pay for the deaths of members of the Excalibur? The M5 responds by leaving itself vulnerable to Admiral Wesley. Kirk uh, can control can control some of the ship and Scotty tells him the shields are available. Kirk gambles on Wesley's compassion and wins. Are computers more efficient than people? In some tasks, the answer is yes. Do, uh, do people prefer machines over other people? Absolutely not. A machine is not a person. Machines are tools. We are not biological machines. We're human beings. McCoy brings out the fear that people ha- would have of being replaced by the machine. McCoy says, we don't hate the machine until it replaces our job. The machine made Kirk feel unnecessary. Kirk showed that survival was depending on the compassion and cooperation. Daystrom believed his robot child would learn, adapt, and survive, making mankind, um, uh, saving mankind from death with the searching for the stars. Daystrom thought that man would find better things to do with their time than perform the mundane tasks that machines could perform. It seems that Kirk gambled on humanity and won. Daystrom could not explain why the machine chose to kill, murder, and ignore his commands. It seems that Kirk gambled on humanity again. And Daystrom could not explain why the machine chose to kill, murder, and ignore his commands. It seemed that Daystrom's insanity and compulsive behaviors were transformed to transferred to the machine, making the machine insane. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting that Data is becomes head of the Daystrom, uh, uh, Daystrom Institute. And so, is Data himself insane? Well, we know Lore is capable of killing, murdering, and ignoring commands. So, does Data also have that potential? And why why doesn't his uh, programming allow him to kill, murder, and ignore? Maybe it's more subtle. How many times did Data kill? Uh, We don't know. I'd have to think about that whether his actions directly or indirectly led to the death of other people. The moral question, the moral question 
in the episode, The Ultimate Computer, is whether machines can replace humans in decision-making roles. The episode explores the idea of creating a computer capable of human thought and morality, which raises questions about the ethics of creating such a machine and the consequences of relying on it. The M5 computer in the episode is capable of learning and making decisions, but it also makes mistakes and causes harm. The episode raises questions about the role of humans in decision-making and whether machines can be trusted to make ethical decisions. If if ChatGPT becomes Judge ChatGPT and human decision-making is put in the large language models and it proves to be very unbiased and accurate in its judgments, will people prefer a virtual judge, a uh, AI judge, to a real judge in cases of litigation. The episode also explores the fear of being replaced by machines and the importance of compassion and cooperation and survival. Ultimately, the episode suggests that while machines may be more efficient in some tasks, they cannot replace human beings in decision-making roles and that humanity should not rely too heavy on the machines. The moral question in Star Trek episode, The Ultimate Computer, is whether machines can replace humans in decision-making roles. The episode explores the idea of creating a computer capable of human thought and morality, which raises questions about the ethics of creating such a machine and the consequences of relying on it. One of the things that's interesting with technology is that once we build it, we rely on it. I mean, it used to be that you had to know the equations, and then they built books with lookup tables, so you didn't have to know the equations. You just went to the lookup book. And then with computers, you don't even need to know the equations or the lookup book. You just give it the problem, and it solves it. Kind of almost like the general problem-solving algorithm for everything. The M5 computer in the episode is capable of learning and making decisions, but it also makes mistakes and causes harm. The episode raises questions about the role of humans in decision-making and whether machines can be trusted to make ethical decisions. Well, it, it, if you say that all decisions can be situational decisions, and you can know all of the situations known to ever exist or will ever exist, then you could trust a computer to uh, make the right decision. But there's always going to be those uh, edge cases where the computer doesn't know about the situation it would have to guess. It also explores the fear of being replaced by machines and the importance of comparison and cooperation and survival. And, you know, with human beings, our relationships are critical to survival. Uh, we build relationships, we work on them, we work on our communication, and that's how we survive. Ultimately, the episode suggests that while machines may be efficient in some tasks, they cannot replace humans in decision-making roles, and that humanity should not rely too heavy on machines. The preference of, of people for machines over people 
the preference of people for machines over other people is a complex issue that depends on the context and specific situation. Some studies suggest that people tend to prefer workers to be replaced by other workers rather than robots. However, there are studies that show that people are likely to trust machines and humans with their private information. Similarly, some people prefer robots over humans for uh, mental health support, while others would prefer to use a real person when creating an account or making a purchase. One reason why people prefer machines over humans is that machines are perceived to be trustworthy and secure than humans. Additionally, machines often are seen as unbiased and objective, while humans are opinionated and prone to errors. However, some people still prefer humans over machines because they value the human touch and emotional connection that machines cannot provide. In conclusion, the preference of people for machines over other people is not a straightforward issue and depends on various factors. While some people prefer machines for their perceived objectivity and lack of bias, others still value human touch and emotional connection that machines cannot provide. Dr. Daystrom created a highly advanced computer called the M5, probably a precursor to data, which is designed to control a starship without human interaction. However, when the computer goes haywired, it begins to act in self-preservation. Spock says that the, it's a um, coding problem, that the, the M5 is not programmed correctly because he beats it at chess, and at best it would have been a draw, including committing murder and attacking other Federation starships. When Daystrom is questioned about why the machine chose to kill, murder, and ignore his commands, he is unable to provide a clear explanation. Daystrom's reasons are unreliable, and he contradicts himself constantly. In contrast, Android data from Star Trek, the next generation, has a programmed fundamental respect for all forms of life explicitly states that he cannot murder. But did he? we have to think about whether or not that he violated that rule. Therefore, the reasons why Daystrom cannot explain why machines choose to kill, murder, and ignore his commands are due to the fact that he created a flawed machine that inherited his own flaws and strengths. Additionally, Daystrom's reasons were unreliable and contradictory. Yeah, and, and the machine's going to, uh, is only as good as its programming, and if you program the machine with your personality and your preferences and judgments, there are going to be flaws that are introduced to the machine. 